Hey there, you're listening to Women to Women Podcast with Gina and Jade. Hello, welcome back, listeners. Sounds like Gossip Girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm watching Gossip Girl right now. Not right the second, but like I'm binging it right now. It's so great. I want to watch it again. It's so funny because uh, Gariana tried to get me to watch it for a long time. And I was like, I'm not watching this shit. I'm not watching it. Like, I don't like shows like this. And then I don't know what. Maybe because I started to see like little pieces every time I go over. Mm-hmm. And then one day I remember just sitting on her floor and not leaving for like four hours. And I was like, can we start it over? <laughs> it's so good. I love it. It's so, and you know, um, well, first of all, Hello, everybody. Happy Martin Luther King Day because it is Martin Luther King Day. But um, like last week, Isaiah had asked me, what do you like about the show? Like, what is so great about it? And I, was, I think it's the suspense. You get, that's what you like about it? Mm-hmm. Like See, what's like, going to happen next? For me, it's like a kind of like an escape from reality because it's that's nothing how my life is I know it's fiction or whatever but I just feel like the whole high society you know elite elite club in New York like I just yeah that's true it's very um glamorized or whatever yeah like the curiosity of how they live too and just to think that there's people out there like that I know and he was like that's not real and I was like but I think it is I'm pretty sure there's a small niche of people who you know do actually live a lifestyle like that yeah we don't know that we live in fucking texas you know what i mean like and not even the great city in texas just (laughs) in texas so it's like i'm sure people really are like that there there is old money out there that people have that is just generations of wealth and whatever like that's i think it's crazy that people really live in penthouses like i know like houses are not really a thing to some people it's all about like a penthouse or a suite like that is mind-blowing to me because I feel like I wouldn't ever be able to settle in somewhere like that I know especially with children and stuff but you know I think it's funny because in the show there's not too many kids like they're everybody's teens yeah, they're older. and up so it's like what the fuck do little children do in this show Maybe yeah I think I'm a mom and that's what I think of but but I wonder if that's what it's like too because like I mean, obviously, the kids have to grow up eventually, but it's just, like, they don't have too many kids because of their lifestyle. Like, it's so fast. Mm-hmm. So then, do you get what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, no, anyway, I anyway. agree, because everybody has two kids or less. Nobody mm-hmm. has, like, three children or whatever. So it's like, oh, this is interesting. Like, you're not going <laughs> to see a bitch pregnant every year living in a penthouse. <laughs> and yeah, if she yeah. is, there's probably something wrong. Yeah, no shit, right? Probably so, being I- held captive. I just I love that I love I just I love the show it's so great <laughs> and Isaiah's yeah, like this is good. ridiculous but you know it's um it's a what do you call that like a soothing factor to rewatch shows you've already watched that's all I do I never really venture out and watch anything new I might like I watched that show Jenny and Georgia on Netflix have you ever seen that show no that like and I liked it like it's good but now that's like like I watched that and I watched that show Dead to Me on Netflix also. And now they have like their new seasons out. And I'm just like, well, I'm not really, I don't feel like watching the new season. Like I already watched whatever they had and I'm just not ready. So I just keep rewatching shows that I love. I guess because I never really watch shows like that. I never rewatch things. 
You don't? No, I don't think there's a show that I rewatch. I mean, movies, yes, but I watch a movie, especially like the same movie, maybe twice a year. Like, I don't watch movie. Mm-hmm. I really just, I being serious when I tell you guys, I really just watch documentaries see, or reality TV. I don't know how you watch reality TV. I used to watch it like Love and Hip Hop and like Housewives and stuff, but now I just feel like, okay, this is ridiculous. I just can't. I just can't watch it. For oh, some don't get reason. me wrong. I feel like they're ridiculous too, but I can't stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, not. I guess because now I'm learning more of like behind the scenes of TV. So it's like, is this real or is this fake? Yeah, a lot of it, especially Love and Hip Hop, I'm like, this shit has to be fucking at scripted. least like a little bit. Um, how do you say it? Like, I want to use the word like oriented, but that's the wrong word. Like, um, like put together. Scripted? Not so much scripted, but more like, okay, we're going to get this bunch of people and we're going to get this bunch of people and we're going to tell them to be at the same place at the same time, but not let them know because when they run into each other, shit's going to pop off. (laughs) There you go. Set up. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about it. Like. But then, like, I have, like, teen mom and stuff that I don't feel like is scripted. But I've seen people say that sometimes they do have to reenact certain scenes, but not, like, fully reenact them. Just more so, like, hey, I'm going to call you. And the conversation we had the other day, we have to have it again because the film crew's here type thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it'll I be, like, a, a short clip, but still, like, reenacted in that sense, you know? Or they'll ask them like to drive somewhere, but then they use that clip to say they were going to pick up their kids or something when, and the, like they weren't necessarily going at that time to get their kids. They just use that clip to piece that together type shit. Mm-hmm. See, that's so weird to me. Like, that's I don't know. I, like, but then again, I mean, if you're paying me to do it, bitch, I'll drive. Where the fuck you want me to drive? <laughs> Where you want me to go? Let's go. Oh, no. Hell no. I just, ugh. I don't know but back to Gossip Girl I just love it and if y'all haven't watched Gossip Girl you should it's on HBO Max right now I tried watching the new Gossip Girl like you know the reboot or whatever and it I I didn't mind it but it really made me miss the old one so I was like let me just rewatch the old one real quick yeah that's another thing I don't think I can really do like reboots really I really enjoy reboots but Isaiah is very he always says like I'm the type of person who likes the sequels like the part two to movies I never like the first ones I always like the part twos so it's like he never likes the first ones I always only like the first ones I hardly ever like part twos no and see I I like them all like I'll watch all the high school musicals they're all great Mm, you know like except senior year I don't really like that one we were talking about high school musical this morning that's so funny but anyways um sorry did you just hear me burp no I didn't (laughs) that's fucking disgusting much kidding I didn't realize I was going to. I just hit my chest and then I was like, what? No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> anyways, so the other day you had sent me a TikTok, like speaking of reality TV, you had sent me a TikTok of a scene from Teen Mom, right? And then what? Oh, I watched the episode and then I told you that it was more intense, like on the episode. So just to fill you guys in, if you don't know, I am a Teen Mom, like fanatic i feel like i'm starting to get to the point where it's like eh, 
do I want to keep up with these people because all the good people have already gone? There's only like a few good people left, you know? Well, in Mm -hmm. my perspective. But anyways, I'm watching the Teen Mom Family Reunion right now. So if you guys don't watch, they basically get all the girls together. And on this season, all the girls ask their mom to go. So they're focusing on like mother-daughter relationships. And it's with Coach Bryant. I can't remember her first name. I don't know if that's her last name. I know I had followed her last time. But anyways, she's a life coach. Um. So she does like exercises for them to kind of like help grow and like work through things. Like last season, they mainly did it couple wise. So she helped a few of the couples like work on things. Anyways, this time she's focusing on mother daughter relationships. So in the scene that I'm talking about, they're doing an exercise through the mud, almost like a tug of war type thing, except the rope is tied around the daughter's waist and then the mom is pulling the daughter in like to get her out of the mud and the whole exercise like idea was for the daughter to say what they felt like they needed to work on with their mother and then their mother be able to say things that is going to help them bring them back in like let's talk it out during the exercise type thing Mm -hmm. so the episode that you had sent me was Kate and her mom And um, Kate was saying that she's tired of being like the perfect child and stuff. So whenever I watched it, I had to show you because I feel like it was way more intense. I don't know. What did you think about it? Did you think it was way more intense than what than what the little clip showed? Um, Well, I felt I felt like the clip itself was already intense. Like you could already tell it was it was something more deep rooted than something very surface level so I had already felt off the rip like oh my god I resonate so much like I totally feel like that and I want to say like my mom and I've had a similar conversation but I could be wrong maybe I had it with somebody else about her (laughs) um (laughs) but I um I did and I just feel like it's so crazy to see like remembering like their 16 and pregnant episodes and then like seeing them now and seeing like their parents now and like it's just I don't want to say um like a culture shock but it's just crazy like to see how some of their parents really held up well or some of their parents really declined like they really were who they showed in their fucking episode and they've never changed yes and that's my thing too because there are times where I'm watching it and I'll see like one of the moms and I'm like dang she looks good or like she looks put together and then I have to remember what they look like during 16 and pregnant like for example with Leah I don't remember seeing Leah's mom too much. And whenever they did show Leah's mom, she was very sweet. But when I read Leah's book, she explained that her mom was very traumatizing growing up. Like she didn't make the best decisions. And I don't remember if she was like a drinker or partier, but it just seemed like Leah and her siblings were never like, like tended to. Mm -hmm. So at one point, She talked about how her very first time having sex was with like a, I don't remember if this guy was one of her boyfriends at the time or if it was just like a a friend from the neighborhood or whatever that would hang out. But anyways, she says that they were playing spin the bottle, if I'm not mistaken. And her mom was the one who initiated it. Like, oh, you guys have to go to the room. And she held the door shut knowing what he was going to do. So he didn't Mm -hmm. necessarily like rape her. But he knew like, okay, cool. This is what we're supposed to be doing because it landed on us. It gave us like the green light basically. Yes. And I'm like, 
She says that she tried pull, pulling on the door and her mom was holding it shut. And so I'm just like, that was before 16 and pregnant. And then to show your face on camera and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand people make mistakes. Sometimes we're not in the best positions. And then sometimes, you know, we have life-changing events like a fucking TV show. And now I'm not going to be this person in front of the world, you know, like yeah, I need to shape up type thing. But it's, it is crazy to think. But yeah, in that clip, they show Kate's mom. So Kate expresses that her mom communicates through anger. And she feels like that's something that they need to work on because she can't ever tell her how she feels because her mom just blows up and stuff like that. Um, so they show clips of her mom telling her like to shut her mouth before she shuts it for her, blah, blah, blah. But I think what got me the most was when she was pulling her in like aggressively because her mom starts telling her like, well, I'm sorry, that's just the way I am, blah, blah, blah. And she like starts pulling her in very aggressively through the mud. And so Kate's like, it's okay, mom, stop. And she's like, no, I'm not going to stop. So coach B has to tell her to stop and to calm down. And then she tells her, pull her in at a pace that's good for her. And I feel like that's what stuck out the most to me. I don't know if like that resonated with you at all. But for me, I think it stuck out the most because I feel like a lot of times, parents just see it as like, I'm raising you and I'm either doing a good job or I'm doing a bad job, but they don't look at the in-between. Like we grow, us as kids, we grow and we learn to be our own person in a certain way, whether it's like very timid or very outgoing, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. every, every kid is different. And I feel like when she said that, like, what pace does she need? Does she need you to calm down? Does she need you to hear her out more? Or does she need you to cut to the chase and tell her what it is so that you guys can get past it? Like, what does she need? You know what I mean? So I feel like that just stuck out to me so bad because I feel like growing up, I don't think, how do I say this? Like, I don't, I'm not here to like bash my parents at all, but I feel like growing up, I don't think they ever took a second to stop and think about like, how could we go about even our own issues or the issues that we have as a family to better like to do it more at their pace are we all ready to work on this are we all ready to get past it or you know what I mean like is there things Mm -hmm. that me and my mom should work on I feel like it was always like they're just kids and they'll get it one day and blah blah blah. but it leaves us behind in a sense you know what I mean like what do you mean like it leaves I feel like for me personally it, le- it left me behind in the sense of like their life keeps going and they either figure it out or they don't figure it out. We work it out or we don't work it out. And for me, I'm left with emotions that I haven't dealt with. You know what I mean? Like, what about I'm my like pace? Stuck there in that, yes. That what about the pace me. that I needed? You know what I mean? Like you as my parent, you as the one putting me through all this, didn't take a second to think about how I need to process it, you know? So when she mm-hmm. said that, I was like, oh my God. I guess it just made me think about my own kids because I was like, obviously, there's things that I want to do different. You know, as my girls get older, I don't ever want to make them feel like we're not even talking about that no more. Or that happened a long time ago. Like, you know what I mean? What were you going to say, though? I was going to say, I just want to make sure I'm comprehending what you're saying correctly. So Mm -hmm. that was kind of feels like therapy. But like. So let's say it's like y'all are all taking a test together and your mom and dad are like, oh, fuck it. We'll just come back to this. But you're like, no, wait, we're still on this problem. And they just Mm -hmm. keep going with the test. Is that kind of like what you mean? Yeah. Like, um, 
Yeah, like, for example, my parents' divorce. You know what I mean? I feel like they had to learn how to work past it individually because obviously they're getting divorced now. Mm-hmm. And then we all had to learn how to work past it individually because it was so hard on them. We didn't want to put more pressure on them because we're having a hard time working through it. But at the same time, whenever you finally get past, you know, your divorce, talking about my parents, and you start to realize that we're going through things too, I feel like it's only fair that you allow me feel you allow me to feel my feelings and not make me feel like we're all past that already. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's why when she said that, I was just like, oh my God, that shit hit me in the chest so bad. No, I totally get that. I feel like it's it's so difficult because I, I feel like parents are always, they'll always say, because I said so, or just do it because that's what I want you to do or whatever. But then it's kind of like... um Like, okay, I'll do that. But when when does it become, like, a you problem? Like, at what point... I know you're saying, like, I'll process, like, on my own time, blah, blah. But then when is it, like, okay, it's been, like, 45 years and you're still working through it? You know what I mean? Like, when when are we supposed to flip the switch? Yeah, no, that's a tricky one. I do feel like that gets hard, especially when it's, like... How do I say it? Especially when it's like, um, I've already tried to help you work through it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's still not doing it for you. Now I think it's a you problem and not in the sense of like, oh, you're on your own, but more like, what else do you need? Maybe you need outside help or maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe you need Mm -hmm. other outlets type thing. Um, But I also think it gets very tricky when you don't want to acknowledge that it's a you problem. Because I feel like sometimes we get stuck in the blaming game of like, well, I'm like this because of what you guys put me through type thing. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people get stuck into that. Like, I think it's very easy to. Yeah. 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 I totally feel like that too. I, um, I totally get it. Cause I, I think sometimes myself, okay. So I'm going to use, was it yesterday or like the day before as an example, maybe it was the day before it wasn't yesterday. Um, our key in our door has been getting jammed a lot so like you put the key in the lock for the house and it gets stuck in there like we can't get in and luckily like somebody has been here like Isaiah's here most of the time like he's asleep when this happens so I have to just like keep calling him well when it happened the other day we were calling for so long and um he was just asleep He was asleep, so sorry, my mom wanted fashion advice. <laughs> I had to take a, <laughs> a pause. Um, he was asleep, so we were like, I'm outside, like calling. My mom had took the kids for a walk, but me and Cameron had went to Target, so I could grab a few things, like grocery-wise. And um, so I'm calling and calling and calling him. He's not answering. And at that point, I was like, okay, his phone must not be under his pillow because he would have felt it by now. I've called like, I called at least like 12 times and mm-hmm. I'm banging, like banging on our fucking door. I'm hitting the little lock thing. Like I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I put in an emergency service request because you can't call to make like an emergency request for maintenance unless you put in the request through the portal first so i'm like doing all these things those motherfuckers aren't calling me back isaiah's not answering like i'm getting pissed at this point my mom's already made it back from her walk with the kids and all my shit in the car is like melting 
and so i'm i'm so mad and kaylee was like i was like look we're probably just gonna go to ha- gonna have to go to Mima's, which is isaiah's mom's house and um she was like oh, okay yay and i was like no she's like let me get my bag and i said you cannot get your bag like i was i was so pissed off in the moment because the key was stuck and it's like this dude's not answering the phone and i was getting so frustrated so she's just like well let me look at my stuff and i said you can't get your stuff we can't get inside the house and she was like okay and she asked me something else and i felt in the moment i was like yelling at her but trying to explain like you can't get your stuff because the key's stuck in the door i can't open the door nobody's answering your dad's asleep the maintenance people aren't coming so we cannot get in here and i'm just like yelling at her and she's just staring at me and i felt like i was frustrated in the moment but afterwards i felt so bad like i did i explained to her why but i was still yelling so it's yeah. just like i don't know what's better trying to to explain it through my frustration or just or just saying like just because i said so you know what i mean like i totally understand where parents come from but in that moment i was just like okay yeah this is no. not helping I feel like I've been in those positions so many times and I I guess just like you explaining your situation kind of does make me realize that it is better to explain out of frustration rather than because I said so because because I said so ends it right there and they don't Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like they have to observe the rest to understand but explaining in frustration number one exposes her to not only your frustration, but maybe somebody else's, you know what I mean? And like, she'll be able to pick up on that emotion. Um, And then number two, I mean, it's not the nicest way to explain her, but it explains it. And then the Mm -hmm. fact that you're willing to acknowledge it later on and apologize or just, you know what I mean? Tell her like, sorry, I'm just frustrated. And then I feel like those are the parts that count. But Mm -hmm. I've done the same thing. And I guess I've never stopped to ask myself, like, should I just make it a point to be like because I said so or should I explain myself so I think you explaining yourself was better in that in that moment Tina it makes me feel so guilty but I want to like kind of switch gears a minute for that TikTok that she sent me last night about like the like the lady oh the parenting one right yeah the permissive parenting that's literally me I'm the legit exact way where it's like my kids will be fucking hitting me and I'm like just don't do that okay that's why I thought of you that's why I said (laughs) and how you know and I was like huh I've never I've never realized that like I know that I do that but I didn't realize that it was permissive parenting because I've read about permissive parenting and I always thought like hmm okay and so like I feel like there's certain times where it's like okay I do that and there's certain times where I don't do that like I include the gentle parenting or whatever but it's like I was all frustrated because Calvin has been like really in the thick of his terrible twos even though he's already going to be three in April and it's just like okay that's something that I need to work on with him or start doing with him myself Mm-hmm. he is very in the like hitting or throwing like right before we got on this call they were him and Cameron were throwing lemonade on me like because she did it as an accident but then they both thought it was funny so then they just continued and I was like okay this is not working but it's like whereas I'm permissive Isaiah is more like cut the bullshit right now like fuck no stop just cut yeah. it out and I feel like we have to find a better medium because that makes me feel bad 
too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree because me and Jerry are the same way. Like the other day I got so upset because what was it? Oh, because Scarlett used the restroom and then she came out and her jeans were wet, like on the back, like she laid on her stomach on the floor. And I'm like, why is your butt wet? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, girl, you know, like, get up. Why is your butt wet? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, is your underwear wet? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, Scarlett Joy, stop, like fill your pants and tell me why. I wanted her to say it. I already knew why, you know, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. did you not pull them down all the way? And she's like, I don't know. I think I did. And I'm like, okay, you're not in trouble, but you need to realize that you're a girl for one. For two, you have to remember that pee smells like doesn't always smell, but eventually it is. So if you accidentally pee on yourself, you need to go change your clothes. Like you're home. Why would you stay wet? And she's like, okay. And I'm like, so go get some new underwear and get some new shorts. You might as well just put on some comfy clothes because we're not going anywhere. I was like, and change and you'll take a shower in a little bit. And she's like, okay. So she goes to the room and she's like, I need help finding shorts. So I go over there and I grab her a pair of shorts and I just hand it to her without thinking. And then I turn around and I realize she's putting them on over the same pair of underwear. And I'm like, what did I tell you? And she's like, am I in trouble? And I'm like, first of all, what did I just tell you in the living room? She's like, I don't know. So I'm like, didn't I say, number one, you're not in trouble but you're a girl. You need to realize that if you accidentally get pee on yourself, you need to change right away. You cannot stay in that clothes. It might smell. There's no reason for you to, to be in wet clothes. You're at home, like, mm-hmm. you know, take care of yourself. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, okay, what did I just tell you? And she's like, I don't know. Oh my God. I'm like, Scarlet Joy, take off those underwear, put on new underwear and put on some shorts and go sit on the couch. And she's like, okay. So I go to the room and Jerry's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm just so frustrated because she never listens. Like, I don't know if I make her nervous. I don't know if it's just that, like, she gets flustered. I don't know what it is, but she doesn't listen. And he's like, well, if it were me, I would have whooped her right away. And I'm like, you never spank her, though. And he's like, when you're not here, I do because there's nobody else to help me. So just to nip it in the butt, I do. And I'm like, but then I would feel bad. Why am I going to spank her? Because she accidentally got her pants wet because she didn't pull them down all the way. That's an accident. Like. And he's yeah. like, yeah, but it would fix the behavior. And I'm like, no, it wouldn't. Like, <laughs> I was like, you're not helping me. Like, just leave me the hell alone. Like, just give me a freaking moment. He was like, well, what's wrong? And I was like, I just want her to listen better. Like, I literally want her to use her ears. I'm not worried about her peeing on herself. Like, she didn't mm-hmm. have an accident. She just didn't pull them down all the way. You know, like. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so hard to find that medium where it's like. I don't want you to handle it because you handle it too aggressive sometimes. But then it's also hard when I handle it because she doesn't listen. Yeah. So it's like, like my kids aren't are in that whole not listening. Like Cameron will listen for the most part and stuff, but like Calvin just doesn't. Like he blatantly I'll be like, Don't throw that. He'll look me dead in my eyes and fucking throw it. And then yeah, I feel like start laughing. And so Isaiah, I know it pisses him off. He doesn't like when they like are disrespectful to me or yeah. anything like that whereas i have a bit more patience and i'm like it's all right like i'm not i just feel like i'm at a point where i pick my battles and it's like i'm not gonna stress myself you don't that's your it's your problem not mine basically um and so i know yesterday he was just like calvin why don't you listen to your mom like why why don't you listen to her what is so hard about you just listening to her because he'll listen i if i'm like having go pick that up he's like no and I'm like, pick it up, please. And he's like, no, Isaiah will, like, Isaiah will be like, Calvin, get it. And he'll be like, okay, yes, sir. And he'll grab it. <laughs> and so 
I feel like maybe it's because he has to follow behind me to like reiterate me that it's it gets frustrating after a while. But I also feel like I'm sorry, I hit the mic. I had I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't want to be so hard on him. And yesterday, I know I told you like I was having a rough day or whatever. Um, but me and Isaiah kind of got into like a little I guess argument because I I he thinks I baby Calvin a lot and I I don't I'm not trying to be intentional I'm not trying to intentionally baby him but I don't want to be such a hard ass on him but what do you think is like what determines you being hard ass towards him like Whereas Isaiah is, uses, like, a very stern voice when he talks to Calvin, and it's, like, no bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, I'm the same way with Calvin, too. She's, like, no, he's a boy. You kind of, you have to be a little bit more assertive with him. And I don't, I don't want to be like that. Like, I want to be able to have a soft tone with all my kids, and they all respect it equally. You Not know treat I, him different just because he's a boy. Exactly. And I don't want him to feel like. For something tells me like don't be rough with him so later on he can accept somebody being soft toned with him if that makes sense like I don't I don't I want him to be able to accept love like whereas Isaiah he's his family is very they're made up of boys so it's like they're all stern and heavy-handed and everything like when disciplining but like now, if I'm like, hi, honey, good morning, he doesn't know how to accept that. He's like, why are you talking to me weird? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm just being nice. Like, yeah. And I don't want Calvin to feel like that himself. Like, I want him to meet someone who is gentle like that with him. And he can let his guard down and be like, okay, like, you does that make sense? Or am But I what if he crazy? likes somebody who's rough around the edges? I, I feel like he will because his dad likes people who are rough around the edges. Like, I I just, I, that's fine. But I, I want him to be able to accept both types, if that makes no, sense. No, I get you. And I honestly think the only thing that, I'm not saying this like in a criticizing way or anything, but the only thing that you're like lacking, so to speak, I think it's just the fact that he takes you serious. That's all. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. you being more soft tone with him is a problem because, like you said, I mean, he obviously has a good balance. Isaiah is never going to be soft tone with him. Your mom has already established, you know, a more firm boundary with him. And you want that soft, motherly, nurturing, so to yeah. speak, type tone. So I think it's just getting him to take you serious would be like what would make him listen better it'll come yeah, off more like he respects it. you more yeah exactly. and and him taking you serious is respecting you you know but I agree too because I see that with Sophie where I'm just like but she's one like Jerry will be like stop don't don't do that don't do that I'm like she's fucking one I'll pick it up like let her yeah. you know what I mean like <laughs> there's literally Tupperware all over my kitchen every single day because she just takes it the whole fucking cabinet out and I'm just like dude if it's gonna help me cook I don't give a shit. Like, if it's not mm-hmm. food that she's rubbing on the floor or eating, putting things in her mouth, like, I don't care. It's fine. Because you don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to keep her entertained, she's going to entertain herself. So. Exactly. It's going to be okay. But yeah, I think just getting him to take you more serious. But 
It might take you being stern for a little while to get him to take you serious. And I like yesterday. I bought him Play-Doh, like a cute little Play-Doh from Dollar Tree. And so like he was playing with it just fine. Like I gave him a little tray. He sat on my bed. He was playing with it like with like the Play-Doh rolling pins and the cooking stuff and playing just fine. But then like I guess once time ran out, ran out and he was like ready to go, he like took the Play-Doh and he like put it in the sink and like ran the water. So like my whole water, my whole sink was like red. It was wet Play-Doh. Like it was disgusting. And I was like, Calvin, stop. Calvin, stop come on stop and he's just like laughing or like still playing and so when I do start yelling and I really have to like get in his face he's just like looking at me and his face makes me feel like shit because he's looking at me like what the fuck like that's see and that's me with Scarlett and I feel like I try so hard to do like the most non-intrusive type of getting her to stop Mm-hmm. And then when I have to, yeah, like get in her face or physically grab her arm, like get over here. Then she's like, what? Like, like, yes. like, why would you touch me like that? Like, girl, how many times did I call you? Number one, number two, you're four years old. Like you're about to start kindergarten. You need to learn how to use your ears. Like, I'm like, girl, no, you me. hear you. You never hear me to listen. You always just hear me just to hear me. And But I also feel like me telling her that she probably doesn't comprehend it. So I you know, like phrases like that yet. Mm-hmm, and I also don't want to make her feel like I'm telling her she's dumb or something. You know what I mean? So I've been mm-hmm. trying to not say things like that. But I feel like, like the way that you explained with Kaylee, like, you know, explaining in a frustrated way, I have a habit of, I guess, saying stuff like that. Like, use your ears. You know what I mean? Like shit mm-hmm. like that where I feel like, okay, if somebody told me that, I feel like I would take it like, bitch, are you calling me dumb? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can imagine how she, I can make her feel. So I've learned to like apologize to her for sure. And also try to like have a talk about it later on when I'm not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a, after a couple hours, be like, hey, come over here. Like, did you understand what I was explaining earlier? Do you know why I got so frustrated? I'm sorry that I got that frustrated, but this is all I needed you to do. And I told you three times and you still didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but yeah, because that was one thing growing up that I feel like really took a toll, I guess, on my, how do I say it? I don't want to say my self-esteem, but it was really hard on me was like making me feel stupid or making me feel like, why do I even expect this? Because you're fucking dumb type thing. You know what I mean? It was Mm -hmm. never those words, but it was the way that it was put to me. So I feel like I've learned when I'm angry to talk out of anger. So I'm Hmm. really trying to like backtrack on that and figure out a different way to, especially when it comes to my kids, you know? And it's weird though, because I've never been like that with Jerry. And I don't know why with him, it's never came up. But with anybody else, <laughs> oh, for sure. You know what I no, mean? No, I agree. So. I feel like there's a lot of times where I like, it's, but you know, I I feel like women just do that where they give like their spouse or their significant other the benefit of the doubt. And they're like, maybe, yeah. Because I've seen a lot of women who are like, treat their kids like absolute shit, but they will cater to the fuck out of their man. Like he can do no wrong when he's really like an asshole and her kids are usually like really sweet children you know what I mean so I I mean I do that myself as well like I 
but I, I feel like mine comes from more of like a I let Isaiah lead type of deal like so I just try to like quote-unquote fall in line if that makes sense versus like and I don't I'm not I try not to be condescending like that with the kids because I do do that with Kaylee too where it's like she'll be like are you eating a banana and I'm like does it look like a banana <laughs> like yeah. girl and me I said is that also like we both do that to her because it's like why are you asking me that when you literally see because that's her way of asking for some I I don't know is she not oh, okay because Scarlett does that no no she'll Kaylee will be like she this is what she does well i know everybody can't see but she'll like lick her lips she'll go like that when she sees <gasps> no, something that she i have didn't. yes when it's something that i have that she it looks delicious basically is what she's saying so she'll like lick her lips and like look at it and shit or be all mesmerized by it oh my god i'm like here bitches take it <laughs> like yeah i don't even want it whatever like i've been trying to tell scarlet because scarlet would do little things like that like every every morning right away like before i even fucking open my eyes i'm hungry <laughs> okay girl so the second we get up i grab a pamper i grab the white peas and i'm like what do you want for breakfast so while i'm changing sophie she's thinking about what the fuck she wants right she come to the mm-hmm. kitchen it's usually something like cereal i get her hers first then i figure out what i'm gonna sit sophie in her chair with usually it's just a small snack because she doesn't eat too much until like an hour within waking up or after an hour of waking up so i'll give her like I don't know, a little bit of yogurt or something. And Scarlett will be like, oh, yogurt. Oh, yogurt. (laughs) Sophie, you're going to eat all that yogurt? And I'll be like, Scarlett, learn how to ask. If you're not going to ask, I'm going to ignore you. And she's like, well, I don't know what to ask. Okay, cool. Then I'm just going to, you know what I mean? I'm just going to go about my day. So I'll like keep Mm -hmm. doing things. And then she'll keep looking at me like, is there more yogurt? And I'll be like, yeah, there's more oh you still don't know how to ask or she's like well I'm not done with my cereal that's fine like it's not that big of a deal for you to have cereal and yogurt you know what I mean like at least you're Mm -hmm. getting a full breakfast like but I'm like I always tell her like girl you need to learn how to use your voice because if you go out there with somebody else that's not your mom they don't know what you want like Mm -hmm. how the heck are you gonna get fed how are you gonna you know and she's like I don't know I get shy well, I'm so sorry, but you're probably gonna have to get out of that. Like, I don't want to make you feel like speak up, girl. But at the same time, you gotta speak up. Yeah, and see, like I was like that when I was little. Like, my grandma would pretty much advocate for me the whole way. Like, really, even even till like middle school, I'd be like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say anything. So she would just ask for me. So it's like with my kids. I mean, I don't really leave them anywhere for them to ask people. But like with Isaiah's mom, if she's like, oh, she has chips, can I have her chips? I'm like, girl, go ask her for her chips. Like, that I feel like that's different versus it's like a friend of mine like it's different than having them go ask you for for a snack out of your pantry you know what I mean like yeah okay I'll ask for you I don't mind but I also feel like it's just it's just Gina like she you know what I mean like I wouldn't have you ask somebody who I didn't really know the answer they're gonna give you or you know what I mean like yeah put you in that situation but okay I'm gonna switch gears back to the teen mom thing (laughs) um so uh I feel literally the exact same way because I mean, I'm not working now, but when I was working, I felt like I was my mom's like least, the least of her worries. Like I have a stable job. I'm married. We have, we take care of all our bills. I don't, I never asked her for shit. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't ask for anything besides maybe watching the kids every now and then. And even that was very limited because it's like, it'd be like for an hour. I'm the type of person who, if I ask you to watch my kids, 
I'm coming like right back. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. I don't like to take advantage of that. Like I go do what I gotta do and come right back. Whereas Isaiah was like, oh, we can let's go get food too. And I'm like, no, let's go get the kids real quick, and then we can go do what we need to do. Like I don't want to impose on anyone. Mm-hmm. Even um his grandma, I don't know what it was. New Year's Eve for his birthday, she was. <laughs> we picked the kids up at like nine o'clock. She was like, it's nine o'clock, and we were like, yeah. And she was like, I've never met a young couple who doesn't, who doesn't, who comes home so early. Like, why do y'all do that? And we were just like, well, we're done. Like, we watched the movie. We came straight back, got the kids. Like, I, I but we do that all the time. Um, We're very like, our date nights are super quick. It's, <laughs> we'll yeah. go eat and come right back. You know what I mean? It's, it's not that big of a deal. So, oh shit, now I forgot what I was saying. Something about being like are you gonna comment oh. about how she was perf- like she says i'm the perfect child or i'm tired of that. yeah so it's like i i do what i need to do and i i take care of that and that's that so it's like i felt like that but i also like the fact that i don't have to depend on somebody for something because then i don't owe anybody anything like you didn't help me do this i could if i want to be like get the fuck out you need to get the fuck out because you don't contribute to none of this shit you know what i mean um Whereas now I'm not working. So my mom has been kind of like picking up my slack some more and, you know, like helping out with more of the rent and things of that nature. So I feel more obligated to like help her more, but I'm also like trying to keep my boundaries intact because at this point they're pretty much out the window. Like nobody gives a fuck about them besides me. So I'm like trying to still in in instill them mm-hmm. into everything keep um, implementing them yeah yes so I feel like that whereas like my brother has his own thing going on and his own issues and my mom would pretty much like you know have to be there to support him a little bit more versus like me I've been on my own for much more longer and he just got his first apartment last year so it's like he, I was a kid you don't have to worry about but I'm also like I don't need I need a mom and I, I feel like I had this conversation with her. Like, I don't feel like I have a mom. You don't, I don't, it's not the type where I can go and like lay my head on my mom's lap and she'll like brush her fingers through my hair. Look like in the Selena movie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> not I don't, movie. I don't, Yeah, I don't have that with her. It's not very like lovey-dovey. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, what do you think you need from her as a mom? Like, what would be the definition of, her meeting your needs as a mother daughter i i feel like i need to just like feel supported and i want to say me and her have had that conversation because i feel like she's more like on the kid's side so it's like i can say no i don't want them to do that but she'll still advocate the fuck out of them and it's like i don't need you to advocate for them i'm already advocating for them myself this is how i came to this decision you know what i mean i've already discussed this with them within myself I don't need any extra so it's just like and I don't say all this to like bash my mom or anything we we have a decent relationship it's it's fine like you know what I mean but I I also just feel like I'm not maybe you want to feel more heard from her and not like if she's working not that she's working against you but like in those moments it can feel like I've already put my foot down exactly and you're trying to pick it back up (laughs) yes yeah exactly and we when it was just Kaylee we had that conversation so many times because 
it was constant like girl i'm telling you no and she could give a fuck you know what i mean but now with cameron and calvin it's a little bit different because isaiah's in the picture and he's pretty much like the end all be all like he no and he has no problem speaking up and being like i don't know you're not gonna do that shit like that doesn't work for me or whatever um so i just i feel like i was never we've always been friends my mom and i like she's always been my friend never like my mom um or like a big sister (laughs) you know what i mean and so I, I just I resonate with the fact of feeling like the perfect child because it's like, girl, you don't have to worry about me. And I want to say a couple of weeks ago, my mom and I got into an argument. Um, and she said something. Oh, we're talking about trust because I was like, I don't like you just don't trust me. And she was like, I she I think she said like, I do trust you or whatever. And I said, you don't because your actions don't line up with that. Like you're telling me you trust me and like I'm doing a great job yada yada but your actions of you undermining me and telling me something different shows me you don't like you raised me to be this way you know what I mean like if you trust me and all that kind of shit like you say then do that if I say no that's no why do you need to you don't need an answer that's what it was she wanted an answer to something that I told the kids or something like that and I was just like I don't need to tell you I don't need to tell you shit like if you trust me, then trust me. If you don't, you're showing it right now because you want to know every single thing that I have lined up and you don't need to. You yeah. don't need to. Like, trust the fact that you raised me to be how I am or I know what the fuck I'm doing. And if you don't, then speak up and say that, basically. You know? Yeah. So Do you I also told- think that's like a boundary thing? Because it's like, maybe if she asked you a day after, hey, why did you make that decision? Or why did you not let the kids do that? you'd be more open to explaining. But when you're asking me in the moment, then it's like, don't question me type thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do. I honestly feel like if she were to be like, I'm just, or even I feel like, cause she doesn't try to put herself in my shoes. So think like, why don't you just critically think for yourself? Like, why would she want to do it this way or whatever? Like it was because I was leaving Kaylee at home. Isaiah was putting clothes in the wash, which um, our laundromat is here on, Honestly, on campus on site on, yes there you go on site and so it's like it's literally like right downstairs and my mom needed a ride somewhere so I was gonna go take her so we were leaving I had already told Kaylee we were leaving like and I had already told she was like oh should we wait for Isaiah my mom and I was like no it's fine come on like you need to go somewhere I'm trying to take you I already didn't feel like taking her so it's like come on like I'm doing what you need me to do don't worry about it. Everything is covered at home. Like, you know what I mean? And she just couldn't let that go. She was just like, where's Isaiah? Like, she was going to text him herself, all this shit. And it's like, I already told you it is fine. And you just keeping on. And I feel like at that moment, it was kind of like my my breaking point because she always asked so many questions. Sorry, I burped. So I don't know if anybody heard that. <laughs> but she always asked so many questions herself. So it's like... I don't have time to answer 101 questions for me right now. Like, it's almost the same thing with the kids. Like, you're asking me all these, like with Kaylee, you're, she's asking me all these questions when I'm trying to unlock this fucking door and I just blow up because it's like, oh, stop asking all these questions. Just hold on. Give me You a already second. have three people doing that. It's probably a boiling point when a fourth is asking you. Exactly. So it's yeah. like, 
we didn't even, me and my mom didn't even make it down the street because she wouldn't let it go. She was just like, you just left her there all by herself. And in my mind, I'm thinking she's not by herself. Isaiah's probably already back in the apartment, which he was because I ended up not even taking my mom. She wanted me to just drop her off on the side of the road. So I did because I was like, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not. Oh just get out gosh. there. If that's what you want, then go. Because I'm not going to be like, oh, no, come on, mom. Like, it's fine. No, if that's you're a grown woman. If that's what you want to do, then do that. That's fine. I'm not gonna call to you I have three children so I just felt like okay it, it was so unnecessary and we didn't talk for like maybe a whole week after that like it was very awkward and like okay but I was already over it by the time I had got back home I was like it's whatever I'm not gonna just drag this on and be mad every fucking day for what yeah like I'm already telling and so I told her in the car like if you don't trust me like, this is you telling me you don't trust me because I'm telling you it's take. I told her it's taken care of. Don't worry about it. If she just couldn't take my word for it. It's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Or you know what I mean? Like, to me, that's insulting. And I'm an adult. I'm not a child. I might be your child. But right now you're, you're treating me like I'm enemy number one, not like I'm your child. So mm-hmm. it's just like, I totally um agree with Caitlin. It's Caitlin, right? Mm-hmm. I know you call her Kate, but it's, I don't, Caitlin and Caitlin. It's so... Uh, so confusing um but yeah so I just feel like I totally understand that like I'm usually not the one who has an issue because I'm already off to my own bubble but since like letting my mom stay with us we've kind of opened up our bubble some um and it's like I'm ready for it to go back to just not being open again like I'm ready to go back to being a hermit and just being with me and my kids and my husband and us just doing what we do yeah best you know what I mean yeah yeah I could understand that for sure especially the whole like her helping out more than you feel obligated to go a little bit extra mile for her when she needs it type thing but then when your buttons get pushed it's like (laughs) like is it worth it to me yeah because it's like So I I just, I try to, I'm trying my hardest to just keep like a minimum. Whereas like when she first moved in, I was like, these are the rules. Like, I don't need you to, I don't want it. Don't insert yourself if I don't ask for it, basically. Like live your life. Like if the kids aren't even here, you know what I mean? Like don't take on anything extra. I don't need you to discipline. I don't need you to do none of that shit. Just live your life so I can raise my kids over here by myself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want anybody and I feel like that's the difference between Isaiah's family versus mine whereas like Isaiah's family they won't say too much like they don't they won't say shit unless they feel like it's okay and even if Isaiah or me are like no please don't do that they're like okay and they will never do it again they will you know what I mean like they're very good about respecting parents boundaries if they let you guys be parents yeah yeah so it's like if they see like somebody else raising their kids kind of fucked up or doing something like i mean not abusive wise but if it's like oh i'm gonna let my kid eat four cheeseburgers they're gonna be like okay well that's your problem like you know what i mean so i don't know i just i feel like my family is very codependent on each other and not not just my immediate family like my entire mom's side of the family everybody's codependent everyone like i don't know a single person who isn't so it's just like I mean, besides the select few, but it's like, I'm not codependent. If I am, it's on my husband. You know what I mean? Like, cause we're a team. So mm-hmm. I don't need 
everybody else's help or everybody else's input I don't give a shit I could care less yeah that's so interesting and I wonder if it has a lot to do with you being raised by your grandma and, and you were just able to be like an outsider so to speak to see that you didn't want to be that way Mm-hmm. and see I was though like before me and Isaiah got together I was very codependent like, oh, that's right you've said that before mm-hmm. me and my mom would spend like every fucking day together <laughs> but um it, it just I feel like again when Isaiah came into the picture he kind of like opened my eyes to a lot of things or I started seeing things very differently than I would and I feel like my mom staying with me has been good for her because I again like Caitlin said like I'm pretty much her parent <laughs> I really am like I have to go in her room at night pick up any dishes she left in there like I'm constantly checking on her like where are you are you gonna come home tonight constantly you know what I mean I'm just or trying to just tell her like fuck them you don't need these people or don't listen to people or do what you need to do or giving her guidance I feel like I do that a lot which is like her staying with us I feel like has been really good for her but not as great for me like yeah. it's been nice having help every now and then but it's just like I've been so independent so it's what do you call it, like a double-edged sword is that that mm-hmm. or not yeah so I get what you're saying I totally I resonated so much with her with everything she said because I literally feel the exact same way and um I mean I don't want my mom to listen to this and feel like we're taking a step backwards I'm just I wanted to just like share my no, own experience, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you're acknowledging that you can resonate with that. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like I felt same in my it's feels. It's so funny how we like, we both resonated with it in different areas for different reasons. And I feel like we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we gravitate towards the same concepts in different ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like same, same, but different. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. How funny. <laughs> no, but really, it's just, and I don't want that to, I don't want to be that for my kids. You know, I saw a post yesterday that said, like, I want, I don't want my kids to be in trouble and think, oh no, I don't want to tell mom. I want them to be in trouble and think, like, I need to tell my mom. She'll know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, but really, that's literally how I feel. I want to be the exact same way. Like, I want them to see a problem and be like, my mom will know how to help. Let me tell my mom. She's not going to say, she's not going to judge. She'll just be like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that comes with them. um, Well, number one, trusting you, but number two, taking you serious, like I was saying, Mm -hmm. because if they don't, then they do see you as more of a friend. You know what I mean? As they get older. But it's so hard to navigate. I know people always say like parenting doesn't come with a freaking instruction manual but I think it's harder with the fact that times keep changing so parenting has to keep changing yeah I mean I feel like the stuff that I want to implement I'm not going to be able to until my kids are like teens you know what I mean like I feel and like right now it's like they're toddlers well besides the exception of Kaylee because she's a child but like it's more of like um life skills like clean up after yourself brushing your teeth establishing their routines versus whenever they are teenagers being like okay I don't mind if you you're staying out till midnight but you know make sure you call me make sure you text me if you break that trust and we're, we're gonna have to reevaluate this you know what I mean or yeah dealing with boyfriends girlfriends things like that so it's just like <laughs> 
I don't know. I I'm I am kind of like hoping that it just gets better. But I where Kaylee is right now, I feel like she's at a good point for not having all the tools that I have now to instill in Cameron and Calvin. I feel like she's Kaylee's gotten a good perception of life I guess you could say so far yeah yeah no I feel like that's probably the good thing that even though we don't know what we're doing it's like the work that we are doing builds the foundation and then it just all ties together once they're older you know hopefully especially if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing right now it will tie in together (laughs) yeah because I was thinking about like um my upbringing and like with church my grandma would take me to church every Sunday like I didn't have a choice I think there was maybe like a couple of church um services that I missed ever and that was like with a bunch of like pleading or like I'm really sick I'm just gonna stay home or I'm out of town with my mom or something you know what I mean like a handful of them and like I would even spend the night at slumber parties and she would still pick me up the next morning for church. Like I'm the only girl getting up to leave because I have to go to church. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, I, I, you can tell not you, but like, I can tell that there's a pillar inside me that is just for church. You know what I mean? Like I, I know like, cause she established that bond for me versus like my kids who we, we go, but like not as often we don't go as regularly as we should. So it's kind of like, I don't know if they're going to grow up and be like, oh, I have God in my my life because my mom dragged us to church every Sunday or whatever and Bible study and Sunday school and everything like that. So it's like, I want to, I want to instill those types of things in my kids too. Like, but we're just not consistent enough. Like we're really not, we're not disciplined enough and we're not consistent enough. The only thing that we're, we're good about is like movie nights and gaming nights. And that's pretty much it. And even those are kind of like, okay, well, like, we said we're going to do a movie night today, but what'd you do tomorrow? Because I'm tired and y'all are annoying me. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a total bad thing because I feel like us, on the other hand, it sounds bad, like, saying it out loud, but I feel like we literally have to carve out time to, like, watch a movie with the girls or, you know, stuff like that. Like, we're not good about things like that. Really? Hmm. When was the last time I went to the park? A few weeks ago. Before that, I can't remember the last time we took the girls to the park. Like, we're just always on the go. We're always, Jerry's always working. I'm always cooking or cleaning. We don't necessarily spend one-on-one time either. Like, I don't know, it's hard. And then I feel like maybe because they're always with me, Mm -hmm. then it's like, I don't know. I just, number one, I can't sit on the couch and watch a movie. Number two, Jerry's going to fall asleep. And then if he's not asleep, he's never here. So it's just like, you know, we literally have to work to carve out time like that. So I feel like it's a, from my perspective, it's not a bad thing that you guys are more consistent with those things, but I can see what you mean. Cause it's like, yeah, but everything else matters type thing. Yeah, and that's, I feel like it's so funny shit because the park is like my saving grace when I'm like, you know, y'all, okay, y'all are always there. I know we <laughs> were there yesterday. Um, every time it's just like, okay, I'm getting overwhelmed or there's just too much going on. I'm like, let's just go to the park and just go ahead, so they can just burn their energy and I can just get some fresh air myself because it's like, okay, 
I don't know if it's because I didn't grow up with that either. I don't oh, know. Oh, I didn't. My grandma didn't take me nowhere. It for it me. Church. <laughs> yeah, we didn't go anywhere either. And then every weekend we were here in town, but we were out and about. It wasn't like we were doing fun things. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And see, I feel like um, once we buy a home, I feel like maybe it'll slow down going to the park. I feel like we go to the park now so much because we don't have a yard or anything. So it's like, oh, we'll just go to the park. But I'm hoping that when we buy a house, we can do more things outside. Like the kids are so excited for that. Like, oh, we could be in the backyard. Like, yeah, knock yourselves out. I don't give a shit. I'll be in the backyard all day. I don't really care. Um, so it's just like, I think it's so funny as you say that you don't go to the park that much. Like, I'm like, how can you not? I need it for my sanity. Charlie Ugh. used to play outside a lot, but now I guess because Sophie's still like, oh, by the way, she walked yesterday the day before yesterday all by herself like nobody was paying attention to her she knows how to say look so like she has a habit of whenever she's standing up she'll be like dada look mama look so she was doing that so we turn around and she just starts taking steps and i'm like go girl go 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 so anyway she's finally gonna start walking and the other day they played outside in the backyard with my nephews and that was the first time that she was out there too like with no parents we just left the back door open because I was cooking and my brother was watching them through the window but I know that as Sophie gets bigger now it's been a good year and a half since Scarlett's been consistent about playing in the backyard but before Mm -hmm. she used to and then she used to go to school so she'd play on the playground at least twice a day so I just felt like girl we ain't going to no park after this you're crazy yeah and since we have a popcorn machine i also feel like we do movie nights just because it's like oh just make some popcorn and put on a movie and they'll sit down like i give everybody their own candy everybody their own bowl of popcorn and yeah call it a day because that way even if i don't sit with them the kids will sit together so i can go and clean up the kitchen or clean up my room or lay out their pajamas for bed or whatever it is i have to do like it's just good things to buy time for myself (laughs) that's so sad because oh cam had her first week of school oh yeah how did it go for her i almost texted you the other day too because i drove by y'all's apartments and i was like i was gonna put house cam doing with school but i don't know why i didn't get my phone i think it was in my bag i don't know she did okay for like the first couple of days the last day she was like crying friday she was like i want to go to school and all kaylee was like come on girl it's the last day like come on you had to go to school and i was like here we go but that same day she I guess like another little girl in her class has the same frozen blanket as her so she was crying and crying throwing this whole ass fit for this damn blanket and I was panicking because I was like oh my god if that lady's walking away with our blanket then I need to go get it like so I was already ready to like go and chase her down and then something told me like just check her backpack so I did her fucking blanket was in there then she's gonna tell me oops sorry what girl (laughs) After this whole commotion, you just fucking, <gasps> this whole scene you just gave, this performance at this damn school, like, I, I was so pissed. I was like, I'm ready to just take your ass home because Aww. this is too much. But does she like it? I I guess so. She she seems happy when she comes home. She's going to ride the bus this week, so, <gasps> yeah, we'll see how that goes. Oh, my God. Kaylee better be nice to her. I'm so traumatized with riding the bus with my older brother because his ass would not let me sit with him. We would get on the bus together and he'd be like, sit down. And then he'd go to the back. And I'd be like, I can't sit by myself. Like, mom said for me to sit with you. And he'd be like, stay over there. 
Oh, no, but Kaylee's like, oh, she can sit with me. She can sit by the window. I'll sit in the aisle or whatever. And she's like, I have to protect her because there's kids on the bus that are kind of mean. And I was like, no, my brother was an asshole, but he was friends with high school people. So he was like, you're not fucking sitting back here. And I remember just being so sad in the front of the bus. Like, he just leaves me every day until finally I started to get more comfortable, like with the other kids. And then I had friends and then I was fine. But. Yeah, I always remind him of that. And then, like, recently he was like, yeah, but you don't even know why I didn't let you go back there. And I was like, no, well, because they were all high schoolers. And he was like, no, because they had fucking, um, what are they called, like, playing cards? Pokemon? No, not Pokemon. Oh. (laughs) Like, with naked girls on them. So they used to play back there. And so he was like, they had, had, like, magazines and they had cards with naked girls and blah, blah, blah. He was like, so oh. I will go back there, but you can go back there. It was just um, so see, funny, if he would have right? just stopped and explained that to you in the moment, you're right. Of just <laughs> saying because right. he said so, it would have saved you years of trauma. Look at that. Yeah, but I, I used to think he was so mean, and then I hated getting my brother in trouble, so I wouldn't go home and tell on him. Mm-hmm. So I would just fucking be all sad in the front seat by myself. I'm like, it's not do not snitch on their siblings because i'm gonna need that to start like yesterday Mm, no scarlet isn't she's so rude she sophie threw um fruit loops on the floor and she was like dad dad look what she did look what she did and jerry's like joking but he's like did you do that did you make this mess and sophie looks at him like all serious and scarlet goes and rubs her back like girl you're the one who just got her in trouble get your fucking ass girl i was like don't be tattletelling and then trying to freaking comfort her playing she good cop and bad cop at the same time yes. <laughs> i swear but anyways i i feel like this was semi like event sesh i don't know if that's where it was supposed to go but that's where it went. i know right i feel like it i thought it was gonna go in a whole different direction but i guess it well i got the point across i just i hope that it helps somebody else's mother-daughter relationships are so crucial and i don't think i know it's they're so hard because most moms go through postpartum depression or just even the postpartum phase and kind of miss the gap there like dealing with so much and a lot of moms are so young so it's like they're always going through their own shit with their baby daddies or their love lives or whatever the case may be so i just feel like it's you have to find a good balance but finding a good balance comes with having a good support system. So yeah. unless the mom has that and she's able to kind of, you know, have her time and have help, it's it's not always a good outcome. Yeah. One thing my therapist told me, like, don't beat yourself up for feeling like you're not implementing or doing the things right that you want to do right by your kids. Like, remember that kids are so resilient and an apology goes a long way. And it also just teaches them real life things, you know? Yeah, of course. I totally agree. So yeah. I guess this is going to be kind of like a shorter episode. No, nope, it was it, a whole hour. Was it? Oh, mm-hmm. good. Because I was like, I don't know what else to talk about to get it to an hour. No, yeah. The things I do for you guys. <sighs> Look at that. Look at God. I can't but we hope you guys enjoyed it and um what was i gonna say if we come across other tiktoks 
then we'll probably talk about them and then post them. I feel like we should start doing that because sometimes I feel bad when we talk about a certain something and then <laughs> you guys may or may not understand what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. So uh, I think I, I sent this TikTok to you. So I'll post it on Wednesday when this episode comes out so you guys can see it. Um, and hopefully you'll hopefully you'll see it before the episode. But if not, it'll still be there afterwards. And um, yeah. I hope you Hopefully have a good really rest of your week, Jade. I know Kaylee's birthday Sunday, so I'm like, eh, what am I supposed to do? We were like, she wanted to go to Dallas. We're not going to do that. So then we were like, maybe we should take her to Houston. But Isaiah was like, well, ask her what she wants to do first. And she was like, I just want to go shopping. I want to go to the mall and Best Buy and H-E-B Plus to get a Squishmallow. I was like, okay, oh, what? Girl. A Squishmallow. What is that? <laughs> they're like, they're like fucking teddy bear or pillows but they're like animals i don't know stuffed animals they're cute they are cute we saw cameron's godparents yesterday and they brought kiki like a box full of them for her birthday so she was like oh my god look at my squid melons and i was like girl you're gonna grow out of this trend in a couple of months i don't even know why you want to collect all this shit right now every time somebody gives my child a stuffed animal i'm like what does it do it don't do nothing like it's just gonna end up on the floor it don't do nothing. It don't sing. It don't walk. It don't nothing. I hate we them. We have been full of them just stuffed in the uh, closet. I mean, don't get me wrong. The girls have some, but I'm just like, why? Like, I don't know. They're just not my thing. Mine either, I guess. Come on. I'll have a whole collection. Like, I don't like them either. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk to you guys soon. Hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye.